and welcome to KFAB the podcast. Podcast about wrestling and fashion, but mostly fashion. I'm Sarah. I'm Christina. And I'm Katie. Um, it's a little bit uh, later than usual to release our episode this week. What can we say, guys? Life happens. That might kind of be the unofficial theme of this episode, at least as far as my person is concerned. Oh, shit. Um, but as I said on our first slide this time, this is episode 26. Adulthood is becoming ever more real <laughs> for our little podcast now that it's 26 years old. Yes. I don't even true. remember what I was doing at 26. I, will, I think I was moving here. Oh, from so Chicago. I think I was leaving Chicago. Wow. 20, tw- 2015? You yeah, baby. Was four years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I was 27. Eh, okay. Close. Close enough. God, how time has flown. <sighs> my, my crow's feet deepen. <laughs> my voice deepens. <laughs> oh, should we all do, should we do this uh, podcast as Elizabeth Theranos? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I always think that her last... Her, I know her last name is not Theranos, but I always think that her last name is Theranos. Speaking of deep voices, <laughs> we have producer Mike. Yes, we do. Hi. Uh, hi, my name is producer Mike. Uh, you got to deepen your voice just for this intro. Yeah, I've been, I've been told it's pretty nasally and not actually <gasps> deep at all. No, um, who told you that? Me when I listen to recordings. Of <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you've been to like one of those voiceover classes and they tell you exactly what you sound like. Uh, oh no. no. Uh, so I'm a I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. Occasionally, when uh, the the rest of the crew does not uh, know something, I will help uh, fill in the gaps and give them a little more context because they're new wrestling fans. Yeah, yeah. Right. We deeply appreciate his well of knowledge and uh, use of correct terms. Yeah, mm. which is a big struggle. Yes, we have to throw to him occasionally. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you just said it. Yeah. I don't know why. So, such a beautiful intro, Mike. Yes, thank you. You really succinctly describe why you're here outside of just <laughs> managing just fun and friendship Guys, listen it's late <laughs> it's late so let's get into the wrestling news so much to cover uh where to begin where to begin oh dave batista so spoiler alert we're gonna talk a little bit more about him yes the guy from guardians of the galaxy christina Mike i met written. i know who he is i've met him what's his name in it i'm like drax drax yeah drax yeah. the destroyer he's got a lot of like latex skin applications on in that film he's a great laugh that's all i remember Mm -hmm. he's a very funny character i kind of want to say this about this dude now so i don't stomp on you doing it which is that i did i met him because i worked at a development company and he did a movie with them and he came in for a meeting wearing a soul cycle shirt (laughs) and my boss at the time was stoked and was like oh i go to soul cycle do you he goes no they just gave me the shirt oh (laughs) i love that and then they took a picture and he left but he was very nice huge terrifying he seems like a large large man yeah so anyway that's the story now we don't have to talk about him anymore that's my story about dave batista well we have to talk about him for just one more moment because the wrestling news (laughs) is that he made a shocking return to beat up rick flair on his (laughs) 70th birthday special (laughs) wow honestly probably deserves it right Mm -hmm. i mean flair is kind of a dick they also have like a lot of backstory so it's like i can't wait to hear i will really not talk about it in in any more detail than that Okay, um, <laughs> just because there's too much, but like yeah. they do okay. have backstory. Cool. Uh, Triple H, who he also has the same overlapping mm-hmm. backstory with, uh, wants to defend his honor. So now he's fighting Batista at WrestleMania. Cool. Right on. When is WrestleMania again? April seventh. All right. Great. Mm-hmm. It is. It's coming up. Yeah, We're coming it is. close. Uh, speaking of, oh wait, 
I won't do that now. Okay. Uh, Ronda Rousey has also become a super bad guy and won't stop talking about how wrestling is fake. Everyone <gasps> online is super mad about it. And mm-hmm. most shockingly of all, speaking of flares. I know. Charlotte and Andrade Almas are dating? Question mark. Yes. How did... Where where do we figure this out? What yeah. what was the deal? I think we're kind Come of bored on. with the Ronda Rousey thing. I mean, that just that's an important thing to note. But does yeah. anyone have any comments on that? No, I'm not enough of an actual wrestling fan to be offended by her saying sure. that. But I get that it is really bothering a lot of people. That's I think fair. she's just not good at Twitter, as we discussed before. That's fair. Yeah, I I do think it's kind of a bummer that anyone does like the wrestling is fake when it's like, yeah. And also, but you're like part of it and you're getting paid by this company still. And like, I know it's probably in the writings and stuff, but just don't do it. You yeah. Know? I'm neutral. But what I'm excited by is what I made you read earlier. Yes. Which is Charlotte and Andrade Almas. Yeah. How do we know this? Uh, it's just sort of some backstage like speculation and rumors and stuff. I think she spoke about it publicly, but as you can see, she's wearing an LIJ hat, which is the stable that Andrade started. Ooh. Oh, well, I definitely would not have known that. I was like, there's a word on her hat, so thank you. This My is new glasses are coming next week, so I'll see that next week. Yeah. Uh, she looks beautiful in this picture. Yeah, she does. Look how relaxed she looks. That's the glow of a new relationship. She's getting that mm-hmm. new, that new good D. Yep. <laughs> you were got, you were debating on saying, and then I you're like, now nah, we're just gonna Sarah? go for it. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. no, I saw Sarah going like, she. That's yeah. the glow of a new and a relationship. We're yep. thinking that. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. Had to go for it. Also, very hot. Good for. Yeah, yeah. I'm Is into it. All right. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> Are we gonna? Do we want to just jump on in? Let's go yes. for it. All right. Um. So tonight I'm doing Jacqueline. Oh, cool. Yes. I don't know this person at all. Me neither. So Miss Jackie Moore, known by many names over the years, debuted in wrestling in 1988. And um, she was born. Oh, it took away what her year her uh, that she was born. But it was a while ago in the 60s. <laughs> um, and so as you see from those outfits... Of course, she debuted in 1988. Yes. Um, She met Skandor Akbar at a local gym in her hometown of Dallas, Texas. Mm -hmm. And she was also Akbar's only female student. Oh, that's cool. Um, As sweet Georgia Brown, she made her debut in the promotion World Class Championship Wrestling. Mm -hmm. Also under the name Sweet Georgia Brown moniker, she would travel to Japan in 1990. Oh, cool. So she's like actually like done it worked it played around like not just jumped right into wcw wwf mm-hmm. all that stuff yeah um also uh she wrestled for frontier martial arts wrestling and after that tour jackie moved on to united states wrestling association based in tennessee and she would also be known as miss texas like that's her wrestle or she that's those are pa- her names. she was like you know oh. what i'm gonna do pageants now yeah, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> I, I read that well, that, that was pageants. like so hard actually yeah. looking anything up on her because there was a jacqueline miss texas too oh. so everything i was like outfits i couldn't just look that up because it so would just funny. be like gowns the whole time that's but she funny. also did wrestling gowns so who knows <laughs> yes i mean these outfits on this slide are as you said so 80s mm. I, I was trying to figure out what is happening in the one on the left this like yellow one is uh-huh. that a fringe so one of the things in in some of the photos is she would have only one pant leg oh yes. yeah and then okay. it would be sheer on the other side and you were like okay sure i mean asymmetry is coming back in a big way so she's really just yeah 
I have seen that. Ahead of the curve. I don't know how I feel about it in I general. F- in wrestling, I like it. Mm. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not a fan of I it. I feel negatively. Yeah, yeah. me too. That's I all. would agree. I would just, I don't really have much, but I've seen things where I'm like, really? <laughs> okay. If it's like one arm with a big, big shoulder, then I'm definitely negative towards it. Yes. Fair. Yeah. Fair, fair. All right, keep going. All right, Jackie competed in many different matches and types of boxing matches, mud hole match, tuxedo match, street fight, loser leaves town, or gets their head shaved, and many others. Can we stop? What is yes. a mud hole match? I would assume it's what you don't want to see, like type stripes where it's literally two women in bikinis wrestling. Would that be oh. it? Okay. I would assume it's like mud wrestling, like that mm-hmm. type. If yeah. it's like Texas, Tennessee... That but, world kind of seems like. But wouldn't like, it the, be? I would imagine. Here's what I would like: is if they had a real wrestling match, uh-huh. and then the loser gets just slowly lowered into a mud hole. Yep. Oh, I like that. Can we so make are it that? Like, one of the things. Who was it that you, it like hung people? Yeah. In the matches, was it oh. um, Edge? No, it was no. Um, Undertaker. Was, yeah, who mm-hmm. like hung them? If it was one of those machines. That t- slowly took you down into the mud. Yes, that'd be very relaxing and wonderful. I and also should be a spa treatment. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. All right, so we know what mud hole matches. Great, Perfect. that's what it is. <laughs> yep. Um, Don't and add us. <laughs> she also would never back down fighting anyone, so she had a lot of rivalries with men. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, she would also hold the women's USWA championship a record of fourteen times. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So. She was actually a wrestler, like a badass lady. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. look at her, like, arms. Her I ass. Stop looking so at her arms. Ripped. She's so goddamn strong. And you know what? Now that I see a version of her outfit, head to toe, I got to say, I don't like the one leg in a no. wrestling outfit. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Uh, I I do like that she's wearing what looks like a sensible, nice sports bra. Yep. Um, but that one leg pants is just doing a, the, an interesting camel toe. Do you yeah. think it's because you have to do your own? They have to make their own costume. So she was just like, I'm just going to cut off the leg, I guess. Uh, that's a good price. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's also like very shiny. So mm-hmm. it like plays into which one's the re- like, you know, yeah. like what are we working with there? Interesting. But I do like that in other fighting, in other matches, she's wearing like a unitard. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And it works really well because she's actually like straight up wrestling these women. Yeah. Cool men. So, That's awesome. And I have a YouTube link of some of her fights before yeah. she was Ooh. part of. I'm excited to watch. Uh, from there, she would have a brief stint in WCW. It was there she would first use the name Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. At first, she was the manager of Kevin Sullivan and assisted with the, his feud with Chris, Chris Benoit and then and Woman. I didn't woman? know what that meant. Is a wrestler named Woman? I have no clue. I just saw wow. that on there and was like, okay, let's... Wow, put a pin in that one. Put yeah. a pin in that uh, one. This alliance ended after a miscalculation on Jacqueline's part, smashing a chair over Sullivan's head. <laughs> Next, she would manage Harlem Heat for a brief time after they fired uh, Sister Sherry. Aww, and Sister at Halloween Sherry. Havoc 1997, she would face and defeat Disco Inferno <laughs> in a special man versus women match. Uh, so it turns out Nancy Benoit is Chris Benoit's wife. Uh, I guess was given the ring name woman. The one he murdered? Uh, Whoa. Yeah. Holy shit. So I. <laughs> wow. I've got to do Chris Benoit. You I guys. think that's going to. Yep. Yeah, I think you do. 
Um, but what I wanted to really talk about is, so this is valet time. Yes, and of course. The videos are the most, like the ones that I watched during this time with Chris Sol- Kevin Sullivan, he looks like a Chris to me. <laughs> Just straight up looks like a Chris with a K. Um, <laughs> but this guy? yep, on the right. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, <laughs> watching him, it's like he gets to fight the guy in the ring, and then they're shoved out of the ring for five seconds. She kicks them, beats the shit out of them, throws them right back in the mm-hmm. ring. And in all of these, these are the type of outfits she's wearing, which one of them looks like. It looks like something Selena would wear on the yeah, right. Yeah, 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 it does. It, yeah, like a glittery crop top, crop top, with sheer, top. yeah, mm-hmm. I feel sheer like it, panels again, very big, Jacqueline, ahead of it. Yeah, it like lowers her breasts in a way. Yeah, do you know, like the way it's cut feels so? It feels weird. I feel like during the eighties, like. Boobs look longer. I don't know. <laughs> they just seem like they. It was like a look. Like you got a yeah. long boob. Hell yeah. Think, oh my god. <laughs> I think it was. Do you think it was maybe tied into like the the preference towards more athletic body types in general? Yeah, that like, was like more kind physique. of the beauty. Yeah, like With the, the high waisted. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it was related to that. Interesting. I, I mean, that it is may, in a way, it's kind of coming back because of the side boob of bathing suits that, that no, elongates true. your. Nunga's like no other. <laughs> it does. No, you're absolutely right. I just never thought of it that way. I've yeah. never said Nunga, so that's yeah. what I love. I Nunga, love it. it's perfect. It's the noise it makes. It's, it's perfect. Yep. yep. Rattling um, around in that yeah. side boob. So, yeah. and then the one on the left is mm-hmm. like, it looks like pleather jumpsuit. Oh, that looks like it's sweaty. This is like, yeah. this is like the if The color Mer- is beautiful, though. It is I a really pretty color. bright blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does look like if Eddie Murphy Raw had backup dancers. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but not red. Yeah, clearly. Not red, yeah. Yes. I got... Man, I'm very interested in Harlem Heat, too. I know. This is an interesting time. Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. So, um... She would receive a shot at Disco World's television championship. She would, however, be unsuccessful in this match. No. Mm. Yep. Bummer. So then she would join the WWE in 1998, and she first aided Mark Marrow in his feud with Sable. And Jackie would also win the WWE Women's Championship from Sable, holding it until 1998. Oh, wow. And this means that she was the first black woman to ever win the um, championship. That's the women's so championship. That's great. Yeah. Cool. Um, and so this, uh, the photo up on the right up here where she's getting beat the shit is when she won, actually. <laughs> it's like wow. impossible. I had to screenshot these from the actual matches. Yeah. These the photos were just like impossible to find at that time. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so then after that, she would form a stable called Pretty Mean Sisters, PMS. I'm with, Stop. Here's a, here's I'm a, into it. Yeah. yeah. I'm really into it. Yeah. 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 Of course. With Terry Runnels and Meat. <laughs> meat? Meat. Yeah. Meat. Uh, so and we got uh, yeah. woman and meat? Yeah. <laughs> We're doing really good at this time. <laughs> it was Sean Stasiak is what it says. Um, oh, I think they were probably trying to flip the script and be like, he's just a hot guy. Oh, it's I a boy, Sean? It's a woman. It's a woman? Yes. Then I have oh, no idea. Oh, then. Yeah. Okay, I was assuming it was a woman. And then it says they'd also add Ryan Shamrock for a short time. I didn't put the photo because it's them like literally like staring at his dick, so I wanted to put just the pretty mean sisters <laughs> together. Mm-hmm. Yep, the, on the one bottom. in the middle looks like Claire Dunphy. Yes, yes she that does. actress from Modern yeah. Family. This... So much that I'm like, is that her? I know. 
I, I mean, forget that actress's name. It's and the other one is Laura photo. Prepon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I just looked up Sean Stasiak. Uh It's a very buff dude. J.K. Okay, well then they put the wrong person. Hmm. Because you know Wikipedia's Wikipedia. (laughs) Where is your fact (laughs) check? Oh my gosh, that is definitely honestly um, someone I would name meat. Yeah, maybe even beef. Yeah, that's. Okay, Neat. so we'll figure out who that is, and we'll put it in the notes. Look, we never said we, we like accurate. We're talking about fashion, yeah, okay? Yeah, we, we are absolutely. And let's talk about the fashion. Yes. On th- just that photo, because then I'll continue on so you see what's really happening. He was added to PMS uh, as a, quote, love slave. Okay. That was his deal. Thank huh. you. See? A, quote, love slave. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm into that. I think, so out of these three costumes on the PMS ladies, the one that Laura Prepon is wearing (laughs) is so funny because it appears to just be a red tube top and like a black tight skirt. I'm seeing a line on the side that makes me feel anxious. It's perhaps quietly a cargo skirt. Ooh, yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, She looks like Jennifer Love Hewitt. She does. She's styled like Jennifer Love Hewitt. And can't hardly wait. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Except she's not wearing that awful angel shirt at the end. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That shirt destroyed me. I was like, everything else about her is, like, really great in my mind, except she would not wear an angel shirt like that. That woman would never. (laughs) Oh, my God. It ruined me. It's so funny. Okay. So then uh, the left is kind of... What I was going to say earlier is uh, what was happening around that time. And this is what, mm-hmm. similar to an outfit she wore in um, in the Royal Rumble of 2000. Mm. But um, during this time, she also was not afraid to have intergender competitions again. Great. She challenged Dean Malenko for his WWE Light Heavyweight Championship on the 2000 um, episode of Heat. And on July 4th, the episode of SmackDown, she and Ivory would defeat Malenko in a two-on-one handicap match. Oh, cool. Yeah. I watched the match. She just took him out in like five seconds. But wow. still, it was very cool. You could tell how excited she was to have done that. That's great. And um, these were this outfit on the left, which we can talk about. It's like... <laughs> we need to. <laughs> it looks like an outfit you'd see on someone in Miami. Yeah. It, it is very much like a fitness model slash yeah softcore you're being kind yeah I mean it's like two crocheted star pasties over her boobs yeah Yeah. absolutely connected I mean the thing I chose this one instead of there were a lot of different ones because she wears like she used to wear a cowboy hat and she'd like do like a southern like Mm-hmm. She was riding a horse mm. was one of the things she did a lot of times. Um, but in this, like, she, look how, look at her physique. Like, you I mean, can tell it's like, she is working out constantly. She is in peak shape that she could beat the shit out of all these men. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, her her body looks great. Yeah. Like, she's striking a confident pose. It's like, definitely a look. But it's also like... Damn, they were putting women in these. Oh, like yeah. to do physical activity is like they barely be impractical. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and so it, I keep thinking of Patrick from SpongeBob. Yeah, yep, it does have a Patrick from SpongeBob. Do you know what I mean? Look. Like, yep. okay, I don't know why it's starfish, it's like, and then it has maybe. like strings off of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. like um, some of Ariel's sisters in the Disney <laughs> Little Mermaid that just have 
starfish on their bare breasts. Oh, yeah, they do. Horrifying yeah. implications. Yeah. And also, <laughs> ow. I know, right? Like, that's a living creature. No support. Yeah. It's That's just sucking the life out of you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oof. Do you think that's how, how starfish, like, were made? Is that they started as bras and then they sucked the life out of mermaids? Well, yes. and that's why there are no more mermaids? <gasps> wow. Did we just find the... the we, wow, we really, really getting deep <laughs> on the things I care about today. So. I know. <laughs> this is like the Felsky episode. Oh, no. Um, okay, so after this, she'd mainly compete in mixed tab- tag team matches. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she had a few, and... Uh, then kind of right after that, she decided to become more into being a referee. And so she was the first regular female referee in the WWE since Rita Marie in the 1980s. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to show is the top left is her referee outfit. Oh. Sure. Normal. Yeah. I mean, to a certain point. It was very funny seeing the men's referee outfit of that mm-hmm. time versus hers. Hers is one of the tie things that's very popular now. Oh, yeah. And... Pleather pants. And a pleather deep, pant. Deep plunge. A deep plunge. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. You know, man, it's so crazy because you you keep telling us about all these boundaries that she's, like, she's just breaking all these ceilings. She is. But like, she, and she has to do it in this way. Yeah. I mean. It's just interesting. That's yeah. All. But I don't really have any more commentary on it. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Jackie would cement her legacy in WWE by being inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2016. The festivities took place around her hometown of Dallas, Texas, oh. and she became the first African American female to be inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame. Jackie also returned to WWE in 2018 to compete in the very first Women's Rumble. Oh! Yes. She wears something very similar to this. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to her honors, she was the first woman to be ranked on the PWI 500 list back in 1993, and she was ranked at position 249. In addition to wrestling, Jackie is trained in Taekwondo, where she is a third-degree black belt. Mm. And it's clear that after all of 30 years of kicking ass, Jackie blazed the trail all on her own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So these are actually follows of, uh, photos of her, because right after this... Um, she went on to do TNA for a long time. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, and so these are outfits of her do wrestling in TNA. Okay. And I thought it was really interesting to go from WWE to mm-hmm. TNA because look at her clothing. Yeah, so she's like almost completely covered up. Yeah. And at the um, when we saw her at the Royal Rumble, she was completely covered up and mm-hmm. she had like knee pads on because she was like ready to fucking wrestle that's awesome yeah and so you can tell it's like evolved to be like all right no this is i wanted to go back to actual serious wrestling she looks great yeah so between these two like uh jumpsuits so we have like a a shiny stretchy kind of pleathery looking one or a velour one Mm -hmm. which do you guys like you know i actually like the velour one i do too i Mm -hmm. i i am surprising myself by saying it the boots i could do without yeah the boots are not great they look like they're waiting weighing her down but otherwise like i think i like the cut of it more it seems like you'd actually be able to work out in that yeah pretty well and also i actually like it because she like it shows off her strength like crazy she can still wrestle in it and Mm -hmm. like those abs i mean how can you not oh yeah is she wearing confederate flag hat i was i couldn't tell exactly but i think it may be it has strong vibes of that it from does. the side of the hat we can see. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this would have probably been in like, probably like 2006, I would say, maybe. Hmm. Cool. Because I don't think oh, she's so doing before it TNA. became controversial. Yeah. God. I'm sorry for making that joke. Oh, mm. bye. <laughs> but oh, that's really cool. She's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. And so now her social media, it's very cute. It's just like her going on walks with her dog. Mm. What's her dog's name? I don't remember. Oh, I just okay. like looked on Twitter and there were photos of her doing that. And she'll do like TBDs to all these photos of her when she was wrestling. Aw. Yeah. She's so cool. I can't believe I never heard of her before. Yeah, I know. Me too. That's unfortunate yeah but yeah. also yeah because hey. i remember when we were watching royal rumble and i was being like who who is that yeah, you know? yeah like there were a lot of those so i like went back through those oh good and for kind you. of tried to find different ones i have like a list that's now. really oh, smart that's very smart go ahead katie the best research always that's true i went down some reddit holes but there were some great <laughs> ones about her being like yeah she's the one that deserves the first hall of fame like come on yeah yeah it's unfortunate it's so late but it's great that it yeah. happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we'll the speech i have it i'll link it <gasps> great Yay. it's her speech oh it's very, very cool. sweet cool so yeah that's our hooray Ooh, it's my turn all right so as i said earlier guys i'm going to talk about dave batista this week um, this was somewhat of a request from my husband, uh-huh. uh, who just really got into looking up stuff about Dave Batista in the last couple of weeks as he has re-entered the WWE sphere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. He seems like too much and boring. And then I got into it and boy, I was wrong. Oh, um, it is too much. This is going to be <laughs> the most glossed over. I'm really, uh, mostly I'm going to talk about his various looks over the years because he does have more than I thought he did. Mm -hmm. And I have a ton of quotes from him about how he feels about wrestling and various points in his career. So no, hardly any stats here because my God, did this dude just wrestle forever and win everything and fought everyone and also was friends with everyone for time. So Mm -hmm. get ready for some glossing over. But first some gifts. I have a gif of him laughing in Guardians of the Galaxy. Wonderful. So fun. Um, I have... Uh, a gif of him slamming someone in the ring. I have a gif of him yelling at the crowd angry after he was legitimately beat up, which we will get into. Whoa. Um, I have a gif of him posing with his tiny narrow goatee, <laughs> which will make several appearances in the slideshow. And my favorite one, this gif, is him doing the Queen's wave goodbye as he quits WWE in the middle of the ring, and that's the funniest thing. And it like basically like an accountant's shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and again, these these dudes wearing actual clothes out in the real world, like not like gym clothes, not like t-shirts and stuff, but like <laughs> suits. Bless you, is so funny to me. It will never not be funny. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're just sneezing at his glory. Look, it's cold and flu season, guys. We're it good. is. Um, so, David Michael Batista mm-hmm. Jr. was born on January 18th, 1969. He's a Capricorn. Interesting. Uh, he was born in Arlington, Virginia. So, he had a pretty rough childhood from the sounds of it. His parents got divorced, and his grandfather worked multiple jobs to help support the family. Batista said they lived in poverty, and that before he turned nine, three murders had occurred on his front lawn. Oh, my God. Just murders outside his front door. And he was a baby. Wow. I know. The mind boggles. I was like, can't focus on that. Got to keep researching. But I will probably privately look into that later and report back because, my God. Um, So by 13, he was stealing cars. 
By 17, he was estranged from his parents. Mm. He wound up working as a nightclub bouncer until two patrons got injured in a fight and one was rendered unconscious. Oh, my oh, wow. gosh. Uh, some, some passive voice there. I don't know if Dave rendered him unconscious or how that happened. Uh, he got sentenced to one year of probation. So it seems like he did it, then. Mm-hmm. I would assume so. He was at least involved in the fight to the point where they're like, we got to give you something. Yeah. Uh, so soon after that, he began bodybuilding, and he said mm. it saved his life. So it's he went pretty much on the straight and narrow after that, from what I could tell. So I have some pictures here. There's a picture of uh, him as a child. Which, the eyes that have seen three murders. <laughs> yeah, right? He just has a bowl cut, and I mostly put that on because everyone had a bowl cut in their childhood, I think. It's true. Mm-hmm. No matter what year you were born, mm-hmm. you always had the bowl cut. It's the great equalizer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this one next to him, ha- that haunting baby photo the body that has seen three murders yeah so this is him <laughs> as a teen when he first started getting into bodybuilding yeah and you can see he was like obviously quite ripped yeah but he wasn't super big at mm. that point um very muscly and then this one down at the bottom here is dave in a gold's gym tank top <laughs> Suddenly quite large, big, big arms, long, flowy hair. This is around the time when he first tried out for WWE. I almost said auditioned. He also looks like the Beast from the Beauty and the Beast. He does. Mm -hmm. Like the man version. Yes, but like he also ate the man version. (laughs) Yep, he did. (laughs) He's Gaston, actually. He is Gaston. He is Gaston. I'm like, oh yeah, but wait. No, I was complaining. No, he's legit legit Gaston. Gaston. This is really the Disney hour. Oh my gosh. Surprise. So this is when I was like, this was the right choice. Thank you, Kyle, to my husband. Thank you. Uh, Batista started wrestling around 1999, uh, though apparently (laughs) Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker told him he would never make it in the business. I wrote, lol. (laughs) So... I'm going to summarize a lot, as I mentioned earlier. During those first few years, Batista trained in Muay Thai and wrestled for a lot of different promotions. He used the names Khan and Leviathan. (laughs) And um, after wrestling for a little bit around basically everywhere in the U.S., he got promoted to WWE's main roster in 2002. He had done like a couple like local shows for them in, I think, Ohio Mm. before then. So they like knew him. He was around a little bit and then they were like, great this was there's no nxt he just like went straight to the main roster so let's talk about this algae on his diaper let's talk about leviathan Uh, this is leviathan oh my god aren't you pleased to meet him yes leviathan has a shaved bald head he has some of his his tats at this point um so he's got like a little bit of work on his right arm and around his his belly button yes that that tattoo (laughs) yep the tattoo the tattoo so leviathan's outfit classic diaper man with a fun twist the fun twist being he has a literal chain around his neck i just deep deep smoky eyes and guys look at he's he's so serene he looks like he's meditating this picture what happens when he opens his mouth oh he got vampire teeth (laughs) what he has vampire teeth i know it's a small picture it is so small it's like I couldn't find a larger picture no, of it. No, it's perfect. No, this is beautiful. trying to bust through oh my gosh. barbed wire, and he's going, ah, and he has little 
little oh vampire teeth. Oh my god, that's so funny. So that's Leviathan. That's like a little puppy, you know, when mm-hmm. they're like trying to bite. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I like Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Leviathan's good. He also had some a really weird like goatee that like got to put on my real nerd hat for a sec. It looks like the logo of the Rebel Alliance in Star it Wars. It does. That's wow. exactly right. But it's his goatee. Yeah. And then um, these other two pictures I have here is him when he first joined the WWE. Still cla- classic diaperman, but it's now gold, and he shaved his goatee down to the tiniest little stripe just in the middle of his Little chin. flavor saver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what they're called? Is that right? Is it? I thought that was a mustache. Well, no, I think it's the... Is that that? Because it's yeah. Steph's dribbling? Yeah. Gross. Oh, God. Yep, it's so disgusting. Man. Sorry. No, I mean... We gotta call it what it is. Yeah, we do. We're describing Mm -hmm. to the people. They must know. This is is an auditory medium, and we must be visual. Yes. So, Batista's televised WWE debut was on SmackDown as Deacon Batista. They took the U out of his last name, which is important later. Interesting. Uh, A villainous enforcer for Reverend Devon. So, here's a... Devon. No, I'm going to call him Dijon Mustard. So here's... <laughs> He's one of the deadly boys. <gasps> yes. Oh, I know all about them. So here's a quote from uh, Dave about this. When I first came up, I did this character called Deacon Batista. So it was the same last name, but I was working with this guy named Devon Dudley. And he was doing this televangelist preacher type deal where he was collecting money and I held this big goofy box and I was a security guard of his money box. So ridiculous. It was horrible. <laughs> So he's a very blunt man. Uh, This picture over here is uh, Deacon Batista. He went totally shaved bald for this. He wore a business suit with no sleeves on Mm -hmm. it. As you would. And he had a chain with like a money box around his neck. And he was basically just like one of the sideline guys. He would Mm -hmm. just stand off to the side. That legit looks like a court case photo. It does. (laughs) It does. It's really, it really good. Does. This almost certainly will be one of the pictures I include because I feel like <sighs> except for the cotton candy. Yep, the exactly. Yeah, the, cotton, the dad the minus the cotton candy. Yeah. standing up to purchase yep. cotton candy for yeah. his son. Yeah. Uh, so Batista ended up going solo, and he moved to Raw as Batista. So his uh-huh. own last name, but again, no you. Hmm. When I went up, this is him again. <laughs> I'll change my voice. Uh, I won't. Don't do that. He said, <laughs> no, actually, you can. I'll do the Theranos voice. Uh, so about this, he said, when I went up, when I was called up from OVW, which was our training facility, they changed my name to Batista. I didn't realize they changed the spelling of it. Well, I was told the reason they did that was so people would be able to pronounce it easier. And then I was told later by another wrestler, he said, no, you dummy. They did that so you could own, they could own it. Mm-hmm. They just can't own your name. They changed the spelling. Now they own it. Whoa. Which was true. I left WWE without my wrestling name, went back to my real name, and started over. So oh, wow. I didn't realize they were spelled differently. They own John Cena? I don't... I mean, they must, right? I don't know, man. This this opened up an entirely like new avenue of research that I'm gonna start looking into for, for people now because like yeah. uh, uh, we've always stage, wondered why yeah. like Naomi like mm-hmm. it's not her real name, but like stage names and personas yeah. I totally get as like creating a character and then if they also are licensing them like I understand that even more. But the fact that it's like his name. just his yeah. name is so interesting to me, and I do wonder about people like John Cena. That's like yo, isn't that your actual wow, name? That's crazy. Yeah. So, Batista, no you, mm-hmm. joined Triple H, 
Ric Flair, I said, who was somehow still wrestling, <laughs> and Randy Orton to form Evolution. Wow, what a group of shitbags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, so just half, really. He has Maybe three-fourths. From the moment, pretty much, he went solo in WWE, he had... Uh, like history with Triple H and Ric Flair, which is the the very beginnings of this thing that they're now ultimately paying off at WrestleMania this year. So that's why that's a huge deal. Mm. Is like it's this storyline that is like twenty years old wow. that they're like trying to pay off now because they couldn't before for reasons. So mm. also around this time, kind of interesting to note, Dave actually got into a legit fight with Booker T backstage. Because people had problems with Dave's attitude. Um, Yeah. So I have an article about that where both of them speak to like what happened and they're cool with each other now. But like he was controversial backstage. Is that the story where Booker T was like, let's just go into a room and like fight it out. And then they just legitimately. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Beat the shit out of each other for real. And then then they're like, and now we're fine. Yeah, that's it's kind of the conclusion of it, because like, (laughs) I know I don't get it all. But apparently his thing was like. Booker T thought that like David kind of like jumped several spots in line because he got promoted immediately to the main roster and was immediately kind of pushed as like a solo star who was in evolution and all this stuff. And like mm. people thought he was cocky, basically. Um, but despite this drama, Dave kind of took it easy during this time because he kept tearing his triceps. God. Oh, no. Like three wow. times during this period. So he started becoming popular as his storyline turned to feuds with various people. I'm mostly mentioning this to say that one time... He kayfabe threatened, or no, at one point he, when he and Triple H were feuding, Triple H kayfabe threatened to have him run over by a limousine <laughs> to get rid of him. Okay. This was don't like worry. hot limousine time, too. Oh, yeah. Like, don't worry. He just went like, and beat up the limo. You're limousine. Right. Yeah. People yeah. really loved limos. <laughs> they were, loved they limos. were so wow. into it. So, like, I hadn't ever thought about that, and you're so right. It was in like every movie, it was like opulence, yep. limos. Yeah. And now you 90s, see him, and you're limos. like, that guy regrets buying that. Oh my or God. You're like, oh, from forever ago. Because everyone started taking limos. They weren't like, mm-hmm. wow. There's just got to be like so many limo graveyards that we don't know about. Guys. Oh my God, where did the limos go to die? Oh, guys, <laughs> this blew my with mind. With the mermaids? It died with the tech <laughs> bubble burst. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the tech bubble burst all of the those 2008 colored apple laptops and oh, they're all <laughs> like filled with like the limos are just filled with them. They just make a new Netflix documentary. It's like, where did the 90s go to die? Yep. <laughs> just like, taking you around. Oh my God. Yep. Uh, wow. You're so, that really blew my mind. I'm going to think about that for a long time. It feels really trivial to mention now, but this is evolution. Oh, thank you so much. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Yes. If you're wondering about the other one. Just varying oh pants. It always weirds me out when some of them are in underwear and others are in pants. I know. It's like, I know. Did, and then one man is just wearing a full outfit. Guess who's not in pants? Ric Flair. Yeah, of course. Of course not. Ric Flair. Um, so, what the fuck? Batista's doing well, feuding, winning matches and titles. I love this. He's doing well. He's doing he's, great. He's doing great. He's kind of killing it. Then in 2006, his old nemesis triceps turned <laughs> <laughs> up again. <laughs> He recovered and he came back, but that injury. Triceps. No. Did he like like, grab a door and they were like, fuck? It's like, like, flew off. Like, one side would be like, and it would pop, and then the other side would be like, and they both popped at different points. Oh, God. That injury interrupted his tenure as the longest reigning world heavyweight champion at Mm. 282 days. Wow. Wow. Only stat, I promise. So, 
these are pictures of him during that time. You can see how Jesus. like fucking jacked he was. Yeah, I like the evolution of the belly button tattoo. Oh, also, the belly oh. button tat. He gets more tats as time goes on, but he basically mostly had hair during mm-hmm. this time. Still had little skinny goatee. He was a diaperman. Sometimes yep. his diaper said Batista. Sometimes it said the animal, which Ooh. was his little nickname. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of mostly black. Sometimes he wore red. Once he wore blue and people lost their minds. And <laughs> this one down in the corner is like a shiny one with flames on it, which I thought was funny because I never saw it again in any of my other research. This dude's trap muscles, which are the ones near your shoulders. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're scary he could lift more with that than I could with my legs like they they look like like demi lobes from a bakery it's like just yeah. <laughs> they do they look like kickstands yeah. it's like a built-in yeah it looks like airline a kickstand today yeah oh yeah you just fall asleep and be like, you could Ugh. he just sleeps and he's like a that's turtle. how they were created <laughs> yeah. they, someone saw dave batista's necks and were like that would probably help on a yes, plane i will sleep this. on this uh, like yes. a little turtle inside of my <laughs> my <laughs> trap muscles i will say there's been some question as to his steroid oh use. really he has <laughs> vehemently denied it and has never been like formally busted with anything his veins are like an 80s like googly design right like mm-hmm. oh but maybe like, those are the tears <laughs> what the fuck is that the tears i don't know mm-hmm. he's got so then maybe the scar tissue from mm-hmm. surgeries perhaps but it's just like there's a lot happening like mm-hmm. rivers <laughs> They're so weird. <laughs> yeah. It's his body is wild. Yes. And it's like past the point where I'm just gonna get gross for a sec. Mm. I don't find him attractive. No. I find him more attractive now. When I when you showed that uh that gif of him coming back, I was like, Oh, he looks good. Yeah, like he does look good now. I this this is like No, I don't like this. The the no. level of physique going on is like very intimidating and not personally hot. Well to he me. looks like the one that's gonna get like gonna win an episode of next. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like he's they're gonna shove him into a polo, and it's gonna be way too tight God. on him. Mm-hmm. His nipples are gonna be hard the whole time. Oh. Yep, mm-hmm. it's so low. <laughs> uh, so as I said, glossing over everything, but oh. I must mention this: following a match <laughs> against John Cena, copyright WWE, mm-hmm. in 2010, in which Cena threw Batista off a car. Yeah, he opened an episode of Raw in a wheelchair and said he would be pursuing legal action against Cena and the WWE. Batista later revealed that he did, in fact, have a spinal fracture at that time. Jesus. He then quit WWE soon after, both in kayfabe and in real life, because he didn't like the way the company was going. Mm. He later said he wanted the chance to act in WWE movies and commercials, but they kept giving parts to John Cena. Mm. He apparently asked if he could audition for parts outside of the company and was basically told, according to him, you're our property, get dressed for the house show, go back to work. So he was really, really sad and disillusioned when he left. He said no one really said goodbye to him or offered to keep in touch. And he was especially like hurt emotionally because he was hurt physically. He had like literally broken his back and he felt like no one cared that he was leaving. So this is really sad. These are pictures from that thing where he's like in the wheelchair and they really played it up as like a heel turn for him like the crowd was booing him which is where that gif came from earlier where he's like screaming and he has a black eye he was like legitimately injured during this he didn't need a wheelchair but he had a broken back jesus yeah it's uh it's pretty dark look at his fresh kicks though i know i was gonna say they look like you stole them from a nurse (laughs) (laughs) some really thick soled shoes looks like pitbull was the Mm mid-2000s so he took some time off 
Uh, but he came back to the WWE in 2014. Fans kind of turned on him because of the Royal Rumble. Just shenanigans with Daniel Bryan not competing. Fans got mad. It's a whole thing. They started doing a Bautista chant. To, to clarify, like Batista is very business savvy. So he knew he was coming back, but he knew that Daniel Bryan was a much hotter commodity. So he was like, I should come back as a bad guy. And people will be in there like, no way, you're going to come in as a hero. Fuck Daniel Bryan, you're going to win. And then the fans turned on him for real. And so, like, everybody got mad that he came back mm-hmm. uh, because Daniel Bryan was very popular and they felt like the WWE was not listening to the fans. And it was also, he came back in part to do promotion for Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Oh. So... A yeah. good old crossover like The Bachelor does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really exactly. like it. Everyone <laughs> likes it. All the actors love it. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> they seem so happy when it happens. Mm-hmm. So I think Bautista is very funny. I do too. Um, mm-hmm. But he didn't like it, even though this Certainly. was like set up. He said it was weird. It wasn't like a normal response. It was almost like a personal attack. It had to do with factors that were not in my control, factors and things that were going on in the company with other people, stuff that really had nothing to do with me. To me, it was a little frustrating, a little confusing. And, you know, I don't want to say I completely took it personal, but I did somewhat. So during this match, he wound up flipping off the crowd. <laughs> really, everyone legit turned on him. Uh, he hung out for a little bit and then quit again later that year. Man, what you just read could not be more vague, but mm-hmm. also more pointed. Yeah, yeah. you know exactly you know, who like, it's, it's talking about. It's so like factors and things is like so generic, but mm-hmm. we know exactly what that means. It's interesting. Yeah. So he's been serious about quitting. He turned down offers to appear at WWE events until just recently when he beat up Ric Flair Mm. and challenged Triple H to a match at WrestleMania this year to end his career on his own terms. Mm. And to wrap up a bunch of feud stuff from way back in the day that I didn't get into, but they did have a very, very like heated big feud that got interrupted when he left. Mm -hmm. So now he's mostly an actor. So you might know him from James Bond, Guardians of the Galaxy, Blade Runner 2049. He wasn't that, was And he's going to be in Dune, which everyone's fathers and I are very excited about. (laughs) Uh, That's not a joke. I love Dune. Very excited. The spice must flow. So here's what he said about becoming an actor. It all came out of spite. (laughs) First of all, it came from me discovering I was a horrible actor and I wanted to become a better actor. And I wanted to do it while I was still with WWE. They would not give me the opportunity to do it within the company. So I said, I should be given an opportunity to do it outside of the company. They said, absolutely not. I said, well, I'm going to let my contract run out and I'm going to leave. So that's exactly what I did. I set out to be an actor. This is some Capricorn shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he didn't have success for several years. He said it was really hard. He was horrible and like learning and getting better. And he he didn't have success for a long time. Mm. So... Batista said he offered to come back. Did he take classes? I think he might have. I didn't look at it. It sounds like it. Can you imagine seeing this dude in your acting class? And he's like, I have a monologue. I'm going to do the St. Crispin's Day speech. (laughs) And he just like goes into it. Um, So according to him, he offered to come back and do SummerSlam in 2014. Um, right before Guardians of the Galaxy came out. He'd already done the Royal Rumble as sort of a longer ranging thing to like seed that if they wanted to do more with it later. Um, But according to him, he offered to do this big cross-promotional thing and Triple H and Stephanie McMahon laughed in his face. God. So this is another quote from him. I said, wouldn't it be great if I was back and was also in the number one movie in the world? And they kind of had a snicker and they said, we don't know if the movie's going to be that good. It was a very uncomfortable moment where I think they were just kind of doubting me and laughing in my face. So 
if that's true extremely bad luck on them seriously i mean that was it wasn't like every it wasn't that was still kind of the in-between thing where it's like not every marvel property that's not avengers is like a guaranteed yeah. hit and i remember people thinking that movie was going to be a really hard sell for non-comics readers that was the best one i loved that movie yeah it's great yeah, and it's i mean a great that's, movie yeah but i i think like like that's the only devil's advocate thing i'll say is like yeah mm. it doesn't look like a shirt fire thing but also to me it's really weird that you wouldn't just take that risk if you already have someone in your company yeah with like absolutely. an established history also the wwe they're all a bunch of like hucksters so like yeah, any amount of promotion it. they could get would probably the marine be- six is you know we don't think that's gonna be that good come on guys yeah so random fun fact to end on, he collects vintage lunchboxes. What a sweet little man. And his favorite is a 1967 Green Hornet lunchbox featuring Bruce Lee, who was one of my personal favorites, so I'm glad we have that in common. And I just put in some some slides from his notable roles. I really love his little tiny glasses in Blade Runner. <laughs> so weird. Uh, a delightful film. And this is him, again, from a hashtag happy birthday Ric Flair when he beat up Ric Flair. That's so funny. Wow. Yeah. What, so, are, what are your thoughts on him? Uh, he was a little bit after my time. So I had stopped watching when Evolution was popular. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, from what I understand, I've always kind of liked that he sort of, I think, knew his own worth. Yeah. And so I think he came He came back with a very... I think, honestly, the reason they laughed in his face is he came back with a very specific vision. Yeah. And it wasn't their vision. And they've, I think, since come around because, like, the he's a very successful actor and they'd be stupid to be turning down the money. So I've always respected him for that reason. I think a lot of times that comes across as having, like, a quote-unquote bad attitude. But I think he's just very blunt and knows exactly what he wants. Yeah. And can and back it up by all accounts. And from what we even know of the company now, too, mm-hmm. we're like, great, it's, like... No wonder he had a bad attitude. They suck, you yeah, know? Yeah, they fucking suck. Yeah. But for he sure. also, like, I mean, he worked for them for a really long time. I know, and, yeah. And really, like, drew in crowds. And the fact that he, they, like, somehow worked something out to, like, get him back to do this, like, one last thing is, like, pretty remarkable, like, engineering all around, I have yeah. to say. And I hope he's getting compensated very well. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I hope he gets his final say. Yeah, it's yeah. I like that you said he wants to end his career on his own terms. Mm-hmm. That that makes sense. Yeah, interesting. It's gonna Thank be you. some old old daddies in that ring. Yeah, yep. god damn. <laughs> Throw Undertaker in there. People. <laughs> oh guys, who wants to play with Nikki? Oh my god, I love Nikki. <laughs> Nikki Cross is great. So we're doing Nikki Cross today. Uh, so, Nicola Glenn Cross was born on April 21st, 1989, which makes her a Taurus, uh-huh. in Glasgow, Scotland. She graduated from the University of Glasgow, which is one of the top, like, 10 colleges in the world. It, it says 100. I think that's wrong. I'm pretty sure it's 10. I don't know why you'd put 100. With a BA... It's still pretty good in the world. Still pretty good. <laughs> With a BA and Master's in History. So she has a Master's in History from Glasgow, which is impressive. So she's very smart. She started wrestling in the Indies in September 2008 in the Scottish Wrestling Wrestling Alliance under the ring name Nikki Storm. And the concept was that she was the best in the galaxy. Ooh. I love it. Here are some of her early outfits. I know, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, good God. We'll talk about them in a second. But in February 2010, she became a mainstay on the British indie circuit. And then from 2013 to 2015, she toured in Japan and wrestled for uh, the American all-female promotions for Shimmer Women Ooh. Athletes, Shine Wrestling, and Women Superstars Uncensored. 
which I only listed because those are some names. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's done like a lot. She was in Indies for a really long time. I'm not including all of it. But she also competed in TNA's British Boot Camp 2, which began airing in October 2014. And then Wikipedia just said, in which she was unsuccessful. So she just lost. Uh, And she's best known from that for her promo against Gail Kim, who was one of the like announcers on it. Um, And it it was interesting to watch, and I linked it because... You watched a YouTube video. I watched a couple of them. Oh. She doesn't have that much info. You're growing. I know, right? I'm trying my best. But I watched uh, that promo, and it was interesting to see her speak like logically mm-hmm. and like be smart because mm-hmm. her character is so fucking crazy um so anyway so this is her look as uh nikki storm and or wait yes i yes. had that bikini this one yeah. i have this underwear set i don't know what the photo is she's five three by the way yeah she's teeny she's very small she's got some real Katy perry vibes and yeah, that she does that underwear shot it's like a very pinup looking it is yes thing. um but i also like that like this picture i'll probably post this one in the corner where she's in the ring she's got rolls she's like got a li- she's got a body mm-hmm. but also like I don't know. She's like a girl. I like yeah. it. She seems approachable and kind. Also, she's wearing the Scottish flag. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. So the the Scot the flag of Scotland is the blue with the white X. Oh mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Oh great. That's Good awesome. Eye. Yeah. And so it's shiny, which I thought was more just like universe pattern. But yeah. So pretty much just probably both universe pattern. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's shiny blue. Yeah. It, like it looks kind of alien style. She kind of mm-hmm. did weird makeup and stuff. Um, but yeah, otherwise it's pretty generic, like lace up, leather, pleather stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wanted to show the difference between then and now. Uh, so Nikki tried out for the WWE in London during autumn 2015. And in April 2016, she was announced as one of the 10 signees that had begun training in the WWE Performance Center in sunny Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. She debuted for NXT on April 22nd during a live event. And by August, she debuted under Nikki Cross. Her first televised appearance was on the August 17th episode of NXT, wherein she competed in a six-woman tag team match. So she hadn't yet developed, I think, this character that she is currently, Mm -hmm. uh, which we'll get into once I introduce her. But her look, as you can see, just drastically changes from girl in fitted tank top with lightning bolts over breasts to, I don't know... One of those, like, very stylish <laughs> apocalypses where you're, yeah. like, clean, but your clothes are ripped. You know what? That's exactly what it is. Either it that... looks like she was run over by it. She has tire tracks on yep. her pants. Or, <laughs> Sarah, you'll enjoy this. Looks like a chorus member from Les Mis. Oh, my oh, God. True. Look down. Master of the house. <laughs> Man, Definitely master of the house. Guys, yeah. we talk about Les Mis so know, much. We <laughs> we're not that big of fans, but I don't know. I've never seen any of it. Oh. Literally don't know anyway missing out oh yeah thank you thank you mike Uh, (laughs) the movie's so good oh my god such close-ups i cried at the movie (laughs) thank you mike (laughs) so in october 2016 nikki was introduced as a heel as part of the debuting stable sanity along with alexander wolf eric young and sawyer fulton who was later replaced by killian dane cross won her first televised singles match against danielle camilla and then our maybe future president but the win was reversed after cross continued to attack Kamala. so uh 
by early 2018, she began a little win a little winning streak is literally what it said in Wikipedia. How cute. It made me want to die. And during the superstar shakeup, her fellow stable partners were all drafted to SmackDown without her. That is fucking rude. Also, is she's the only real? woman on the team. I know. The only woman on the team, and they promoted the three generic looking dudes. Who? Is I know. I want to talk all I, about this. Killian Dane. That's Killian Dane. Killian Dane looks like Jack Black auditioning to be a Sasquatch who suddenly became human. Very true. He is maybe the hairiest man. Yeah. Oh who's ever gosh. lived? That, Don't you dare. Oh, okay. They they would chant in NXT, "Shave your back at him." <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Guys, I feel so bad for a shower. That oh. drain needs to be unclogged every week. Wow. You know it does. Oh my goodness. Well, we'll get into Can him. Can you in a imagine bit. him leaving a hotel, like oh, the no. bathroom? Like, you're the right. People have to clean that shower. You're so <laughs> right. I've seen worse. These guys basically look like Antifa. Yep. <laughs> like, they, that's they, like they, straight they up what they look like. Yep. They do. They're all in black. They all have black masks over their yep. faces. Mm-hmm. Their whole thing is sanity. So they're like, one crazy. of them didn't have time to put pants on before yeah. they left the house. I mean, like it's just taking a dump and had to run. <laughs> 100%. It's just, yeah, it's a mix of like Antifa with. Uh, like yeah apocalypse like fashionable apocalypse Mm -hmm. so let's talk about uh nikki's character the unhinged cross i'm reading uh, this is from the wwe website so you know it's you know it's good the unhinged cross enjoys pain so much that she has been known to bite her own hand and claw her own face in the middle of a match with wild behavior like this it's no wonder she once found herself fighting alongside the chaos inducing group known as sanity you never know who she might attack next she's also called the twisted sister of the nxt and uh when she got introduced like or when she came out to fight becky lynch when they were in manchester uh like two weeks ago or something like that when she got called up uh, the announcer said, I hope Becky's got a rabies vaccine. Wow. And I thought it was so funny. That's <laughs> nice. So funny. She yeah. looks like Celeste Barber a little bit. Hmm. You don't know who that is? No. She's a comedian. She's oh. an Australian comedian who's very funny. Oh, cool. But she looks like her. Yeah, she's super, super Scottish. Um, like when she talks, she's got like a very heavy accent. Uh, but her whole thing is like being completely she does such a good job with her eyes like oh she makes God. herself look vacant and you are kind of scared of her I have this picture of Shauna Baszler right is that her name Shana Shana Baszler uh, with her black mouth garden so it's just horrifying yep. this yeah. picture I put it in there to scare Sarah it's so scary and I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted to be brave and not mention it I know but I knew I was like this will scare her uh, but it's a picture of her having Nikki Cross in a chokehold and yeah. Nikki's just smiling and it's just like that's her entire character and I like that she's like a wild woman in that match she's smiling until she passes out so in in mm. the storyline of this match she's so happy to be being choked out wow I oh my gosh love Nikki Cross she's nuts and I it's like such a physical performance too just it to is. like touch on that real quick like she goes she goes so f- like fucking all out with this character it's really fun to watch yeah, she atta- she thoroughly like runs in, attack stance ready, mm-hmm. ready to fight. Like 
she is she's the flip side because we were talking about how like aj lee was like the crazy woman Mm -hmm. you know she is like the crazy woman in a way that feels empowering almost where it's this like wild woman archetype that's super interesting to me where like no one knows what she's gonna do next and no one else has been able to have this kind of character as far as i know Mm -hmm. and i think that's really exciting do you think that it's gonna be revealed that she's mankind's daughter oh god wouldn't that be great that would be the most amazing reveal (laughs) yes i would love it so this is just a page of her looks so we got we got that all black like button up Mm -hmm. thing and you can see how stunning she is here which is why it's so funny that she beautiful constantly does these grimaces that make her look just nuts and then she has like a little vest that's you know got the crosses got the scottish flag influence Mm -hmm. still yes thank you sarah oh my god part of my mind as soon as i said that i was like oh my god if i mixed up these fucking flags i'm gonna feel horrible (laughs) but i'm pretty sure i'm right (laughs) i'm pretty sure you're right um but then you know here she is fighting uh Ruby Riot Mm -hmm. and just pulling her out. I just like this face. And then this is just a photo she posts on her Instagram that I'm going to post because it's actually stunning where she's like kind of freaking out and she's in purple. It's just like a stunning photo. Um, She also looks like Woken Matt Hardy there a little bit too. You know what? She does. That is a total vibe. You're right. Yeah. You know, he's back as, uh, what is his name right now? I forgot what it was. I watched all the videos. It was like Big Money Matt or something. I truly don't know what that is. He's just back as Matt Hardy in the WWE. I don't know what his YouTube's all about. Okay, yeah, he's back as a character, so he oh. may be back. But they would be a great team together. You know well. what? I see that. This is this is kind of that kind of vein where they're like they are actually being creative with what quote unquote crazy means yep. in a way that's like fun and not stigmatizing. Yep. Yeah. It's just not kind like, of like that woman's crazy. No. Yeah. This feels like almost like Bertha in the attic to me. Of like oh my Jane God. Eyre. Like that's, Rochester? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the vibe I'm getting from it in like mm-hmm. a fun way. But she has a really great Instagram presence, uh, and I screenshot it for us to look at later. But like yeah. she basically says like she always wished that she looked different and it took her so long to realize that she was beautiful just the way she was, and <sighs> she wished that she could go back and talk to fifteen year old Nikki and tell her oh, that. Oh my god, uh, Nikki. Tell her like and Yeah, because she's so natural. It's like hell yes. Yeah. But she's like, you, I hope you all feel your own worth today and every day. Like stuff, like really positive messaging. And so I think she breaks, so she breaks character on her Instagram pretty frequently. So we best know Nikki as part of the Alistair Black storyline. Also known as Christina Felski in that upper left. I know, right? Holy shit. We do. Yes. I see that. Yeah, uh, I don't oh think my. you look alike usually. No, but no just but for yeah. some reason you do. Well, it's the it's the look of sheer exhaustion mixed with uh, just like disdain. I'm gonna destroy something. <laughs> yeah. Mixed with dis- barely hanging on there. Yeah, that's me. Um, just but- add a water bottle and some tights, <laughs> and you're good to go. Damn. The water bottle is something I feel like no one notices, but I. But you're right; it's an ever-present. God damn! Your truest friends are the ones that notice those little things. Yeah. You're just going for me. All right, no, I love it. I, that's really funny. I like to be seen. She's paying you back for that joke last episode. I forget which one. Oh, I was like, that's not funny, Katie. Yeah, <laughs> not that I'm paying you back. No, that no. truly just like 
as that slide showed no, up, you're I was right. just like, holy shit. It kind of does. seen that face yeah. <laughs> before. Yeah, that's a general. That's me watching improv I don't like. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we best know her as part of the Alistair Black storyline where she revealed she was a witness to the mm-hmm. attack when she was on the roof of the building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nikki knows. Nikki knows. And then she feuded with Bianca Belair for a bit, and Alistair interrupted one of their matches to get Cross to tell him who his attacker was. And Cross uh, wrestled, and so you can see that picture there, where he's just, like, sitting cross-legged, which I'm kind of like, God, do they have to interrupt the match for your shit? But also yeah. it was the time he came back, and also we all know I love Alistair, so we're going to forgive it. Yep. Uh, but Cross wrestled her final match on January 9th of this year of NXT, and then she locked, lost to Bianca Belair, officially ending the feud. And so now she's finally on the main roster. On December 17, 2018, on Raw, she was announced as one of the six NXT stars moving up to shake things up. And first she challenged Becky Lynch in Manchester, and then she debuted on a January 14, 2019 episode where she teamed with Bailey and Natalia to beat the Riot Squad. So here are some more cool photos. This is her when she was fighting. Yeah. Uh, I'm into her black look the most. I do too. I yeah, like it. I really like it actually. I legit like I like the scarf. I mean, this is just a wearable look. To yeah, me. she just looks like she's like one of those girls that has like a BMW motorcycle. Totally. And just, like, yeah. Riding around and is yeah. cool. And you're like, okay, great. Yeah, and she really commits to her like being crazy and stuff. And then the back of her vest is this cool um sigil on it. I don't know what it means. I should probably do more research on it. Sorry. But it looks kind of like it's very Nordic, which I think is interesting. So I'm wondering if Scotland has similar um, sigils as like Nordic countries, because this looks a lot like Viking shit. Or like the Celtic cross. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I'm interested. I should have done that. Whoops. Ah, that's okay. <laughs> Here we are. Oh, and also, uh, three days after she debuted, she married her longtime boyfriend and stablemate, Killian Dane. Oh! What? The man with the back is her longtime boyfriend, 10 years. Oh my gosh, look, this is a different period. Oh, he looks so different. (gasps) Yes, so he trained her at Source Wrestling School, and him on the left is what they look like when they started dating uh, 10 years ago, and this is them now, and they are married and happy, and he put some post or something where they were like, he was like, took me 10 years, but I finally, but we finally did it. Like that Aww. kind of thing. Um, so this is a quote about her that he said that I'm going to read. And this is my last little bit about her, which is she was fiery determined. And if we told her she couldn't do something, then she would go and do it a hundred times over. This was a time when women's wrestlers were often treated with kid gloves at wrestling schools, but Nikki absolutely refused to be treated differently to her male counterparts and demanded the guys hit her as hard as they hit each other. She was crazily resilient. For example, she broke three bones in her hand and was back to training the next day. I struggle to think if she ever missed a training session. So, Nikki Cross is awesome. True love. I love her. I love their love. And that's (laughs) Nikki Cross. She's great. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. That's so fun. I didn't know anything about her background-wise. I know. But I really enjoyed her her vibe. She really... And she also, like, reposts a lot of fan drawing. Like, her, her Instagram presence and social media seem very much, like, fan-centric, which is something I like. Yeah. There's not a lot of selfies. It's all just kind of, like, her doing crazy faces and then people writing, I want to play with Nikki and stuff. And, like, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, so it's... I like her. Oh, it'll be interesting to a see lot. what they do. I know. I'm really story wise. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what happens. See if she 
pairs with anyone. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like the last time I saw her, and I don't remember which episode this was, but she was backstage, and they just like cut to this camera for backstage, and she did this full on like fully involved solo performance where she had a silent conversation with someone else who wasn't there. I love her. And it was like some other match was going that. on, and they just cut backstage for her to be like, "What? What was that? Oh, you think I should do that?" And like. She, it was just like this whole little mini play. It was yeah. incredible. Dreams. She's mm-hmm. just she's just nuts. <laughs> Dreams. And like the best. Dreams. I just like a chaotic female. I like yeah. chaotic mm-hmm. people in general. But like that's the kind of thing that I really truly. That would be your character. I know that you would have like somehow found a way to have like barbed wire around your ankle or something. Ooh, <laughs> so cool. A little anklet. Oh my god. No, but I'm so afraid of pain. <laughs> <laughs> Final th- final thoughts. Um, first of all, love this gif. Yep. Of a uh, the new uh, the support for the man. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. God. Who's the Who's the one holding the the milkshake or whatever? Otis from Heavy Machinery. Yeah, that's oh, what that's I'm about it. to say. <gasps> that does not look like him. Maybe it does, and I just haven't seen Heavy Machinery in a long time. But they're definitely someone who he's like I want to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, any final thoughts? I don't really have anything specifically. No, I'm just, uh, I, I, I'm just really jazzed. I feel like we talked about great people this episode. Yeah, it's making me feel like really excited about it. I don't know, like yeah. people who've kind of taken control of what they've dealt with. Mm-hmm. That's a great, yeah. Because it's like we went from this woman who has broken so many barriers so in many. like an amazing way, and you can see that like. She wanted to continue on, so she did like TNA and other stuff. And she was like, This is not what I want to do, which is great because when we first started this, I feel like we were like, Oh, well, WWE, that's all there is, kind mm-hmm. of, you know? And we were like, That's the end all be all. And it's like, I don't think that's the case anymore. Yeah. Well, especially with AEW. Yeah. Um, premiering soon, which I want to talk about when soon ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's exciting that there are other avenues that they can take. Yeah. And then right. we have Dave, who's like, who didn't get anything fairly kind of mm-hmm. as he was going through and had his feelings hurt and now he's worked his way and proved that it's like yeah I can end this on my own terms mm-hmm. yeah and then um yeah we have Nikki who's like crazy but controlling it in yeah. a way that she's like this is my story I also say straight up uh before this podcast I didn't know not know that Dave Batista was a wrestler I thought he was just an actor yeah so that learned a lot goes here. to show yeah <laughs> that like He's also a great actor. I feel like. Oh, he is. He's, yeah. He's so funny, and he's the funniest one in Garden's. Yeah, guys. I mm-hmm. think he is. He's great yeah. timing. He's super funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So this was a this was a really good episode. I yeah, feel inspired. I really yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone did a great job. Everybody. Everyone's a nice. Everyone's good. We're all good. <laughs> Everything's good. Uh, don't pay attention to what you hear. Uh, so you can follow us on social media at KFAB Podcast. It's K-A-Y-F-A-B Podcast. And you can see the looks we're talking about on Instagram. Um, or if you want to recommend a wrestler for us to review or interact with us, or with really with Katie yeah. in any way on Twitter, please give us a shout. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll respond. And probably yeah. with a sassy gif. Yes. Yeah. There's so many good wrestling gifts on Twitter. Mm-hmm. There's so many good wrestling gifts, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there hey. are. Uh, what a world. Tumblr is the best. <laughs> Shout out to Tumblr on that one. And please, uh, if you like us, um, give us a rating on iTunes. Subscribe. Yes. Tell, tell your friends. If yeah, they please. don't think they like wrestling, be like, aha, au contraire. Let me introduce you to some friends of mine and we'll be there for you. Exactly. 
Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Bye. Every breath you take. Bye, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.